Good morning. Today is Monday, May 18th, 2020. Welcome to the all-new One America podcast. Motivation Monday is probably my favorite segment of the week. We do three. But I love Motivation Monday because Mondays are actually my favorite day of the week. I know that people always bellyache about Mondays and, you know, they love the weekend. But me, I like Monday. And I like Monday because you get a do-over. You get a clean slate. You get to start a new week fresh. So the first thing I want you to do this morning, many of you listen as you have your coffee, you're doing your workout, you're in the car, although not many of us are driving into the office these days. In some states this week, the reopening phase begins. But before all that happens, I want you to just pause for a moment and take a couple deep breaths. Deep breathing is actually really good for our health, our wellness, and our mental well-being. Take a couple deep breaths. Inhale and exhale. No, this isn't a yoga class. I'm not trying to teach you yoga, but I am trying to teach you how to live better and how to love better and how to be a better person because I'm trying to do those things myself. On this Monday, I want to pose a simple question, and I'd like you to... uh, Give me some feedback on social media. I've done a post on Instagram, my Facebook pages, as well as my Twitter feed. And I've asked a simple question this morning. Are you okay? And I wanted to ask that question because as I was listening to Governor Cuomo give his daily update yesterday on Sunday, he said something that I thought was profound. That are we really connecting with the people that we're sheltering in with? Are we really connecting with family and friends and colleagues now that we're all sheltered in or together inside and all the many hashtags that we've created about in this together but are we really asking the question of are we okay are you okay so today I want to ask you a question are you okay and my challenge to you is will you ask that same question of everybody you're sheltering in with and your friends and your colleagues and people you haven't seen maybe in a month or two your family that's distant, uh, people who you haven't maybe even talked to in years. Ask the question, are you okay? And when we ask that question, I think sometimes we do it in a manner, we're moving too fast, we're busy, and we know intuitively we should ask people how they're doing. We should ask, are you okay? Do you need anything? Uh, How's it going? But we never stop to actually get the answer. People read body language, in this case, Maybe you're on Zoom, maybe you're on a text, maybe you're on the phone, so people really can't see your body language. But people can pick up on your energy vibes because we are energy creatures. We give off energy, we give off vibrations. And if I'm sincere about asking you if you're okay, you'll know it because it'll be in my voice, it'll be reflected in how my body is, it'll be reflected in my energy and my motion. So I'm asking you this Monday morning, if you're listening to this in the afternoon or the evening, that's fine too, but are you okay? And I want you to ask yourself that. I've been asking myself that, and as someone who's a motivational speaker, an author, a trainer, a TV pundit, uh, I'm not supposed to ask that question, right? Because I'm supposed to have the answers. Uh, And I got on a phone call with a number of my mentors and women who are far above my pay grade and 
Uh, women who, if I said their names, you know them because you read their books, you see them on television. And I asked them how they're feeling in this time and do they always feel compelled to tweet out or post something inspirational or aspirational and always be on? And they all said to a person, yes. And I'm saying that I'm not okay. And what I mean by that is this being shut in is getting to me. I'm an extra extrovert. And I love people and I love being out and I love traveling and I love speaking. And although being at home and being able to get some things done, clean closets, clean out the spare bedrooms, get yourself organized, that's been helpful. Um, I really miss the human interaction. And it's also tough being sheltered in with your family uh, or your loved ones or uh, wherever you are. Uh, There are people who are doing this all over the world in different ways. And it's not that you don't love your loved ones or your spouse or your kids. That's not it at all. But you're not used to being together 24 hours a day, seven days a week for weeks at a time, doing all your meals together. Everybody's off their rhythm. Everybody's off their routine. If you didn't catch last Wednesday's podcast with Dr. Sabrina Jackson, I want to commend that to you. You should listen to it. Because she coached us through Corona. And I'm going to have her back for more. But you ought to listen to uh, some of the coaching. She's a life coach for corporations, for brands, for industries. She's an author, uh, a radio personality. But she's also a psychologist. She's a PhD. And she had some great insights. Some very simple things that we need to know about how this virus is actually affecting our mental health, our wellness our relationships, our temperament, um, our appetite, our our ability to exercise, to function normally. It's taking a toll. So I want you to know, first of all, it's okay not to be okay. And what I mean by that is don't feel like you have to put up some type of armor or be always on or be always strong because that's a great success story in failure. Does that make sense? If you are always on, if you think you can't be human, if you don't have somebody you can go to, what do I always tell you guys? Stop being the go-to for people you can't go to. And I'm getting really good at that. I'm cutting people back. Some are getting cut out. I have learned probably too late in life things that I wish I had learned in my 20s. And one of those things is, is that everything changes. Your relationships change. And the key to success is, as my grandmother used to say, never cutting what you can untie. Sometimes you don't need to cut people out and off, never talk to them again. That's not always necessary. Sometimes it's better to just untie and let things follow their natural course. You know, I can think of a handful of people that have been in my life from the time grade school, high school, college, law school, career, friends I've made along the way. Uh, people I dated, uh, relationships, and some of those people I still have in my life. Some of those people from kindergarten, first grade, 10th grade, uh, college, etc., are still very much a part of my life. But what I had to learn is that relationships change, even in your family. Just because we're born with the same bloodlines doesn't mean somebody in your family is going to be your favorite person. It doesn't mean they're going to be your BFF. It doesn't mean they're your cup of tea or you are theirs. And I've had to learn that that's okay. We love people, but that doesn't always mean we like them. And so I think that we have to get better 
particularly given what this virus has taught us, I hope about the importance of living your life to the full, the importance of taking care of yourself, the importance of getting some joy out of your life, the importance of of not living in a state of worry and fear and upset all the time because it's simply bad for you. And I know for me, and I've said this before, my number one takeaway from this whole virus is to live my life because I haven't been doing a great job at that. And I really had to sit with myself and journal and pray and meditate and realize that I've missed a lot of stuff I wanted to do. The good news is I'm still alive and it's not too late. Some things it's too late and you got to accept those things and you got to let them go, but it's never too late to have a life and it's never too late to change one. And my word to you this morning is, again, are you okay? You got to check in with you and you got to have people that check in with you and you got to have people you check on. I noticed I was wearing myself out. I'm trying to text everybody and find out because there, I know a lot of people and I finally realized I can't do it. So I have to do a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a Twitter post. Only my most intimate row and circle can I really keep up with. And I can't even keep up with all of them. And so I want to challenge you this week, every day, to ask somebody, are you okay? And then stop, shut your mouth, and listen for an answer. Let them talk. Let them vent. Let them cry. Let them get it out. Just listen. Don't judge. Don't uh, necessarily offer advice. Pray with encourage support but that's all you need to do right now people need to talk they need to get it up and out they need to be connected they need to know they're being heard they need to know they matter they need to know that the job they lost will be replaced they need to know that the money that they don't have is going to somehow find its way to them they need to know that they're going to be able to feed their kids and they're going to be able to pay the bills they need to know that they're going to be safe and they're going to be okay and that's a lot And we're only going to get through this if we help each other. We're only going to get through this if we care about each other. And so I'm limiting my interaction with anything toxic, anything negative. That includes family. That includes friends. That includes people who are social vampires. I have really cut back the takers. You know, I was saying this to my mother the other day that I need to really change my row of friends now. There are people in my row who I'm never going to change because they're amazing. But there are other people who I've known for some time are, they're just leeches. They don't mean to be, but they attract to me because they think I can do something for them. Or they like being one of Sophia Nelson's friends. Or they like the benefits that they can get. They like that I'm someone that cares and is thoughtful and gives and pours out. But they don't give it back. I'm big on reciprocity. I don't need you in my life if our relationship is not reciprocal. This isn't a giving tree. This isn't a giving well. We all need to be refilled. We all need to be asked, are we okay? We all need to be uh, looked after and encouraged and supported. Um, I've put up with a lot of toxic behavior in my life because I thought it was normal. One of the worst things that happens to us is our families. They train us either very negatively or very positively or some combination thereof. I've said this in all my books. Every member of every family 
has a designation. You get a role, whether you want it or not. You're the oldest, you're the youngest, you're the middle child, you're the problem child, you're the super child, you're the wonderful child, you're the kind child, you're the bad one. People give you labels, they put you in boxes that are not of your choosing, and you spend most of your life trying to climb out of them. And again, I started to realize this really in my 40s, but definitely now in my early 50s, that I don't want to live in anybody else's box and I'm not going to and I'm going to start speaking my mind and if I don't like you I'm going to tell you if I don't like it I'm going to tell you if I don't like the way you're treating me or the way you operate in my life I'm going to put a stop to it because life is too short so the question on the table today is are you okay and if you're not you got to start asking yourself, how do I take the steps to become okay, to become a better person, to, to be all right? And all of us has that power. One of the things that this virus has done to us, and Dr. Sabrina talked about this, is it's taken away our power. It's taken away our, our comfort zone. It's taken away our control. And all of us, if we're honest, are control freaks to some degree. We like things in order. We like routines. This virus has upended all of that. And we've all had to retool and rethink and reassess. And it's not easy, particularly with no warning, as none of us got. So I want to just ask you again, are you okay? And will you ask someone today, are they okay? And will you listen? And if they're not okay, will you figure out what you can do to help or who you can get them to to help or... If you have a little extra money, can you please give some groceries to the food bank or donate a a gift card? Uh, We've put that in our budget in this household that every week and every other week we're going to do something with the food banks or the women's shelter. Uh, It might not be a lot, but we're going to do something because we want people to be okay. And so I'm not going to belabor this on this Monday. Uh, We are in mid-May. We have lost 90,000 fellow Americans, and we've lost hundreds of thousands across the globe. Millions of people are infected with this virus. Millions have recovered, and that's the good news. But 90,000 dead Americans in two months is, I don't know how to digest that. I'm not sure any of us does. It's hit everybody, every demographic, every age, uh, all over the country, rural, suburban, urban, Uh, You name it, it's happened. And it needs to be something that we stop, we pause, and we reflect on. These were people's parents, their spouses, their children, uh, their brothers or sisters, their nieces or nephews, aunts, uncles. We lost an aunt. I've lost some sorority sisters. I have friends that have lost one of my friends. In fact, Dr. Sabrina, who was our guest last Wednesday, has lost something like 40 people that she knows in Detroit, Michigan, either people she grew up with people she was friends with she lost a grandmother this virus has hit us hard and it's not done yet so I know for me I'm all about living now I'm all about my joy I'm all about my peace I'm all about who celebrates me who loves me who supports me who speaks life to me I am not interested anymore in people who are takers who are negative who are always ragging on me who are uh, happy to take all I have to offer but never have anything nice to say or talking behind my back. That stuff is toxic. It breaks your soul. It breaks your spirit. It depresses you. 
Get that crap out of your life. Now, make a decision. Take a stand that your life is worth something, that you want to be okay, and you want your kids to be okay, and you want your marriage to be okay, that you want to be okay, and then do something about it. You know, one of the things that's my pet peeve, and there are people in my family who say this, and I've told them I don't like it, and it really angers me when they say, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I hate that. That's bogus. There is always something you can do about anything you choose to do something about. There's always a decision, a choice. And when we choose not to do something, when we choose not to do something, we've made a choice. So don't be someone who takes nine yards of someone's foolishness or lets people disrespect you or dishonor you or or live in a poverty mindset or a defeated mindset make a choice get your mind right get your soul right get your spirit right and make a decision that you're going to live whatever days God has given you on this earth you're going to contribute you're going to be one of the the helpers you're going to be one of the healers. You're going to be one of the good people. You're going to be a good guy, a good gal. You're going to be a humanitarian. You're going to be a builder. Choose. You just choose and then you do. That's my message to you on this Monday. And I hope that you're okay. And I hope that you're hanging in there. And I hope you know if no one's told you and if no one's asked you, I'm asking you today, are you okay? Because you better answer that question. You better have some people, those Mark chapter 2 friends I like to talk to you about. Mark 2, 2. Go look up that scripture. Read that parable about the friends with a friend who was paralyzed. And they took up his mat and they carried him to his healing. You better get you some Mark chapter 2 friends, folks. So I hope that you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're being kind to yourself. I know it's hard. On millions of you, hard. You've lost everything. You can't make it. You're struggling. You're depressed. You feel suicidal. There's help. There are hotlines. There are churches. There are places that want to help you, support you. You can get through this, but you got to be brave enough to ask yourself, are you okay? And then you got to be willing to hear the answer. All of us needs to stop and pause and ask each other, are you okay? And listen, can I do something? Do you need something? How can I support you? What can I do? And mean it. Mean it. Mean it. Folks, we are going to get through this. This will pass. I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't know where. I just know it will. And I know that we're going to do better if we take care of each other. We're going to do better if we ask simple questions like, are you okay? Listen to that last week's Wednesday Wisdom, Coaching Through Corona. It'll bless you. Uh, I thank you for listening. I thank you for following. Thank you for supporting the new updated podcast, One America Podcast. We need to be one. E pluribus unum, out of many one. God bless you and keep you. And God bless the United States of America.